I think the main barrier people have is just not understanding their worth. Like they always feel like they're not worthy enough of something. Um, And when we feel like that, then we're going to limit our own potential. And so I feel like when you're able to kind of remove that barrier for them to say, okay, I am worthy of owning my own business. I am worthy of whatever it may be for you, um, losing weight. I may, I am worthy of being loved. I am worthy, like I said, whatever you want to do. I think that then just opens their eyes and it allows them to see the world in a completely different way. And being able to see that you help somebody with that transformation is just like, yeah, <laughs> can't put words to that. Welcome to the Mommy Mogul Mastery Podcast. If you are looking for a place to get real about motherhood and entrepreneurship, if being a part of a community of successful, purposeful, and faith-filled mommy moguls sounds like the right place for you, then come on in, sis, and have a seat and get comfortable because you have found your place and you have found your people. I am Shawnee Faye, dedicated empowerment and business mentor. I wholeheartedly believe that entrepreneurship is not an option. It is an insurance policy. And so everybody should have a side hustle, side business, something everyone needs to have a little something on the side in addition to their primary or go all in on entrepreneurship. Um, however, my goal as, you know, mommy mogul mastery, my goal is clear to help each aspiring mompreneur find their distinct voice hone their messaging, and guide them step-by-step from idea to impact. If this resonates with you, give us that thumbs up. And for our YouTube family, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Um, And I assure you, every episode is a treasure trove of knowledge and you won't want to miss a single episode. So today we have special guest, Lauren Martin. Welcome, Lauren. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Tell the people about yourself. Yeah, thank you again so much for having me on the podcast. Um, so my name, like I said, is Lauren Martin. I am the founder and CEO of Luminate Love. Um, so I'm all about self-love and uplifting women. Um, I kind of got into this role um, early on in high school, actually, when I had two different organizations to help women. One was called Girls Up run by the United Nations, and the other one was a mentoring program called Harrisburg Girls Hog. Um, And then during college, I underwent my own self-discovery kind of journey, and so that got me even deeper into it. Once I learned the power of loving yourself, I just had to go and help other women do the same thing. Yeah, that's awesome. So I recently did um, like a, a summit called the New Bay Energy Summit. And it's all about like embracing your authentic self because that's really the root of, you know, self-love. There's so many things that there's so many ways that we can ignore or, you know, put aside what we want, what we need. But when we do that, we're not showing up authentically. And so we're really doing everyone else an injustice because they're not getting all of us. So tell me a little bit. You did mention that you went through your own journey. If you don't mind sharing, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, and what you spoke on is so true. Um, 
us as women, especially moms, tend to put themselves on the back burner. Um, and I know kind of for myself, I was helping everyone else, but didn't realize how low my tank was. Um, so when I took a step back to ask myself who Lauren Martin is, I had to really look in the mirror, ask myself some tough questions. And I feel like when you have those questions, reflection time, and really just self-awareness, that's when you're able to dig deep to figure out what your goal is in life or what you're trying to accomplish. Um, I am a Christian, so I also believe in purpose and God putting everyone on this earth to do something. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes I know for me, I went down the business route. So I did work in corporate America for a little bit, but I realized that wasn't the place that I was called to be. Um, and so that's when I really had to step into my purpose. And even though it's definitely scary, um, it definitely is well worth it because that's when you're going to feel the most fulfilled and you're going to really know that you are doing what you're meant to do. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And so are you um, are you doing this full time? Like you're able to work with women um, full time now? Kind of full time, I would say. Um, I recently also started a new business venture with my dad that's unrelated. Um, so that's yeah. kind of helping offset with the money because right now this is not um, <laughs> bringing in as much as I would like. But hopefully one day I do hope to be make this my full time role for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned that this came from, you know, you just going through your own self-discovery and your journey of how you've been able to do this. So in doing that, have you developed like a specific framework for how you're able to help women? Like what, if I was brand new, never met you before, wanted to work with you, what could I expect? Yeah, of course. So that kind of is going to, I don't know if it's okay if I share right now, but the coaching program that I have, Um, because that kind of breaks down my framework really well. Um, So it's called It's Time to Win, Turning Your Dreams into Reality. And win actually stands for something. So that's going to stand for winning self-talk, inner purpose, and navigating accountability. So each one of those topics is a month long. um, So the whole program is three months in total. And winning self-talk, that basically is helping you reshape the way you communicate with yourself. So I believe self-talk or positive self-talk And just talking to yourself like you would your best friend, your um, spouse, someone that you really respect is going to shape how you be yourself because a lot of times we're so harsh on ourselves, and I say we're our biggest critic. Um, So Mm -hmm. I really want to focus on shifting your mindset first so we can even dig into the other things. Um, And so after we do that, the second month, we're going to focus on creating a clear roadmap to your dreams by uncovering your inner desires, discovering your why, and aligning your actions with your most authentic self. So that's really helping you to understand your goals, developing your personal development plan. I even have you write a letter to your future self, because a lot of times when you write down and start thinking about the things you want to accomplish, it makes it a lot easier for you to actually accomplish those things. Um, And then lastly, we focus on navigating accountability. So a lot of times people, they know the dreams they want to accomplish. They are more than capable of accomplishing those things. They just don't have the right accountability or things in place to help them achieve those goals. Um, so that month is going to look like exploring your essential or exploring the essential habits for goal achievement and helping you seamlessly integrate them into your daily life. So that's going to look like um, developing and tracking your habits, but also identifying your inner circle. A lot of times communities involved if we really want to reach our biggest and wildest dreams. So helping you identify who those people are that you can lean on and really count on to help you during your journey. Yeah, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I was going to ask, like, do you um, advocate for building that community? Because I know the Bible speaks a lot about having wise counsel. So, you know, having those people around you who are going to speak positively into your Mm -hmm. life. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Absolutely. 
There was one other thing that I was going to ask when you um, spoke about writing that letter to your future self. That is so powerful because a lot of times we can only see where we are right now Mm -hmm. and we really need to be having vision from a different vantage point. Like imagine yourself 10 steps from now and then start dreaming from there, start, you know, envisioning from there. So is that kind of what that letter is about? Exactly. That letter is, you're correct. You're exactly right. And I say a lot of times, even about the goals I have for myself is like, I know I'm here at point A. I want to get to point B. I have no idea how I'm going to get from point (laughs) A to point B. Um, But I truly do believe in, again, just leaning on that Christian aspect of God is going to show you if you take one step, he's going to show you the next step. And so that's really what my whole journey has been about, especially when it comes to creating my business, Luminate Love. I had no idea what I was doing at first. Still don't know a lot of days what I'm doing. Um, but I just do one thing and then just keep taking step, step and day by day. Um, and then I look back and I'm like, wow, I've already accomplished so much since when I first started. Um, mm-hmm. And that's also going to kind of bring me to one of my points I really wanted to share and make sure people understand is like, it's OK to pivot. You aren't going to have everything figured out from day one. Um, so just get your feet wet, figure out what feels right, what looks right, what people are actually wanting um, and then just pivot from there. And that's OK to do. Yeah. And that's really like the entrepreneur's journey Mm -hmm. is constantly pivoting because where we, because we start a business, you know, based on like where we've been in life and we Mm want to reach back and help someone to bring them forward. But we're not the only thing that's evolving. We're not the only thing that's changing. Society around us is changing as well. So like you mentioned, their needs and their desires, all of that is constantly in flux. And so we have to not only adapt with what our goal and our mission is, but how to get people involved. So that's the entrepreneurial journey. And this show is all about motherhood and entrepreneurship. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that, yes, it's okay to pivot. It's absolutely okay to pivot. Actually, I'm in the process of pivoting some stuff and I felt kind of like, oh my God, but people know me as this. So if I introduce this new element into my business, are they going to be like, oh, well, wait a second? Because, you know, we hear so much about consistency, right? And constantly showing up and doing all the things. And so, but if I show up as something slightly different, does that make me sketchy? But it doesn't, right? It just means that, okay, I found that there's a need in the marketplace for this. And so we're pivoting. (laughs) We're pivoting. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Yeah. And I have three different kind of examples of that in my own business. The first one is Luminate Love. Our original way we started was products only. So I was selling um, a 30-day self-love journal. We had a notepad. We also had affirmation cards. And I still sell those things, but that's not what I want the core or the heart of the business to be. Um, And then I also have a lesson kind of mixed in here. So the second thing I tried to add on to Illuminate Love was a women's community called Soul Sisters. Um, And if I, the reason why that didn't work out, if I'm being honest with myself out there reflecting is I was seeing so many other women communities popping up and I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, I want to help women. These other communities are so successful. So why don't I just create something similar? Mm -hmm. And then that's kind of going back to finding your why. For me, that didn't necessarily align with my true why and what I was trying to accomplish. So me just trying to fit the mold of what other people were doing was not going to work for me. Um, And that's a really huge, important lesson with entrepreneurship especially nowadays with social media and all these other avenues where we can easily see other people's success stories. We have to remember to stay true to what we are doing and true to our business and our mission, um, unless we can easily get derailed. Um, And then the third thing I kind of recently pivoted to myself is the coaching thing. But I really do feel like that's what's most in line with where I need to be right now. 
Um, so I'm very, very excited to see that kind of continue to get off the ground. Yeah, I love that. I love that, that you're embracing all these different aspects. And I love that you said, I'm remembering my why and my mission, staying true to that mission. It's so easy to see all the shiny things. And like you said, you know, we're able to see other people's successes and we want to chase that because, oh, if they can do it, then I can do it. And yes, you can do all the things, but are all the things necessary for you to do? And so, you know, instead of getting bogged down with all the shiny objects, I always recommend for my clients in particular, write down a plan. Like, let's have a plan of action, starting with the end in mind, right? Where do we want to be? And let's work our way back. How do we get there? What are the steps that we need to take to get there? Because I don't know if you've ever seen, um, there's a a sermon by Dr. Robert Madu, and he talks about going from blind to blurry, like how God will take you from blind to blurry. And so if we start like with that end in mind and we rely on the goodness of God, then we know that it may not look like we got all the steps right now. It might not look like we know where we're going, but yeah. we have the goal because he, he gives us a promise in the beginning. He gives yeah. us what it's going to be in the beginning. Maybe not all the steps, but we definitely know where we're going, maybe not how to get there, you know? So it's always important. Don't chase all the shiny things, all the shiny objects. Just stay yeah. true to that goal and that mission. Yeah, and you bring up something that's really important. Is like you said, sometimes God does reveal the end to us before he reveals the middle or even the <laughs> beginning. Um, yeah. And I really do feel like that's my testimony and what I'm going through because a couple of years ago, he revealed some crazy things to me, some of them that I never even imagined I would be doing. Again, mm-hmm. I have no idea how I'm going to get there, but just trusting him that I am. And I remember re- watching a sermon myself. I forgot the title of it, but it was so important. It's what I have to keep remembering is we have to keep that circle small. So I have to be really careful the people I share that vision with because it sounds so crazy that if you share it with the wrong people, they can quickly discourage you. And now you're no longer going to go after or try to accomplish the things that God has placed mm-hmm. in your heart. So I also just wanted to kind of bring up that tip for anyone that may be in a similar space is like, it's okay to share that vision with people and have people in your circle, but just be very careful who you allow to be in your circle. Yeah. But how many things have we heard that are just so crazy, right? Like when, um, I forget who the name is, but there's a show where they talk about um, like uh, inventors, who people who created things. Mm-hmm. And they were, I watched one on the guy who has, who's in charge of the Hershey company, right? When, how it was even established. And now there's like a whole town in Pennsylvania, you know, and that was crazy when he stood on that hill and he looked at the plot of land and he said, I want this to not just be about the candy, but I want this to be, you know, an entire existence, entire, an entire way of life for people. Yeah. It seemed crazy, mm-hmm. but that is what the journey of entrepreneur, that's how it starts is it just a seed that's like, it just, it sounds so crazy. How can I do that? Mm-hmm. How can I make that thing happen? But if it hits you in your spirit, then that means it was meant for you to see it through. It is meant, that means you already have everything you need mm-hmm. to get to that point. And it's scary. And it's like, but why me? Why would you trust me with this? Stop asking so many questions. Just do it. You know, <laughs> like- yeah. you know you're exactly right. And I know even what helps me too. And when I get to times like that, especially with me being a little bit younger, that can be really intimidating sometimes. I just have to remember, I'm not doing these things for me. I'm doing these things to help other people. And so it's like, if I don't continue to keep putting one foot in front of the other, then there's other people that may not receive a blessing or they may not be able to accomplish their dreams because they don't have the tools yet. Not saying that I'm this whole reason they're going to accomplish the things they accomplish, yeah. but I do believe that we're placed in other people's lives to help them at certain points in their life. 
Yeah. And it could be honestly for like the simplest, it could be the smallest thing. I, I have a friend who, um, well, a new friend and she mentioned something to me. She mentioned someone to me and I was like, Oh, great. You know, and I didn't even really remember the name, mm-hmm. but then like a couple of days later, I actually watched the sermon and this person showed up, they were there. And I was like, so it could just be to like put that little bug in your spirit so that when you mm-hmm. see it again, it's like, oh, this is familiar. You know, it could just be like laying the groundwork. But like you say, we're all in people's lives for a reason. And we, I think um, we tend to feel like, well, why is this person here? You know, it must be something so, you know, magnanimous, but really it could just be, I just need to come plant a seed inside yeah. your soil so that when it comes up again, when you, you know, have something that comes to water so it can bear fruit, it's sometimes, and sometimes that's what we are for other people, mm-hmm. not just what they are for us, but for other people, we might just be the one to plant the seed. So we can't always like, um, get attached to things and people like, oh, but you know, I did this for them and I did that for them. And I know that that's not where, <laughs> you know, you had originally said, but it just got me to thinking that that has a lot also to do with um, loving ourselves is sometimes we keep people in our lives for too long Mm -hmm. and those um, experiences keep us from loving ourselves, but really we were just meant to plant a seed, Mm -hmm. plant a seed in that person's life. They're meant to plant a seed in yours and you just keep on going about your business and it's okay. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if like in your experience with, um, helping people through, um, like getting them to the point where they understand the importance of self-love and how they get to the process of, you know, actually I'm going to do it. I'm going to love myself fully. What are some of the things that have come up for you? Like, what is the number one thing that's come up with people? Yeah. I I hope I'm answering this the way that you're thinking about. Um, I think the main barrier people have is just not understanding their worth like they always feel like they're not worthy enough of something Um, and when we feel like that then we're going to limit our own potential and so I feel like when you're able to kind of remove that barrier for them to say okay I am worthy of owning my own business I am worthy of whatever it may be for you um, losing weight I may I am worthy of being loved I am worthy like I said whatever you want to do I think that then just opens their eyes and it allows them to see the world in a completely different way. And being able to see that you help somebody with that transformation is just like, yeah, <laughs> can't put words yeah. to that. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. I would totally agree. It is um, one of the most freeing things is to yeah. say, I love myself no matter what. My like my mom is so unshakable and I admire mm-hmm. that about her. No one can tell this woman anything mm-hmm. and have her think differently about herself. She's just like, I'm not believing you because I know me. I know my like I have to check myself on a daily basis. I, I don't think my mom has to do that. I'm trying to get to that level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, as I go through this entrepreneurial journey, I'm like checking myself every day. Like, OK, yes, you still deserve this. Yes, this is still the goal. Today might look rough, <laughs> but yeah. you've come a long way. And but my mom, she's just like, I'm so good. It does not matter. I'm like, okay. So I have something to aspire to because I yeah. see that it's possible. Um, but yeah, that was I yeah, just that, it's, it's amazing. It really yeah. is. And that's truly awesome. Your mom has reached that point because my big thing I always kind of tell people too is like self-love is a journey. 
Um, and like you said, there's going to be days where you're up and there's going to be days when you're down. Um, and I think people sometimes think it's a destination, which I guess for yeah. some people like your mom, it can be. Um, but for most people, it is going to be a constant journey of them, like you said, daily waking up, saying affirmations or just constantly reminding and refilling themselves. Um, and so it's not let that let, get them down or do feel like they're defeated because they have to continue to work at it. Yeah. So for anyone who would be interested and in like, I really want to work with this young lady, she seems like she's got, you know, exactly what I'm looking for. How would they go about doing that? Yeah. So the best way, or I guess the social media platform I'm most active on is LinkedIn. I know I have a common name, but Lord Martin, <laughs> you can type that into LinkedIn or you can go to our website, which is Luminate with an L. So L-U-M-I-N-A-T-E love.com. Um, or you can also email me at lauren at luminatelove.com would be the best ways to get in contact with me. Okay. And um, how would, like, what would you say the first step a person should do, like on their self, you know, their self-discovery and self-love journey? What would be that very first step? I would say first you want to acknowledge that one, you actually need to take this work or actually go through this journey and you have to be willing to do the work. Um, so self-love journey or loving yourself is one of those things that no one can force upon you. It's almost like losing weight. Um, your doctor or someone can tell you that you need to lose weight, but until you're actually there mentally and willing to put in the work, no one can do it for you. So I'd say the first step is actually you wanting to do it for yourself. Right. And how, um, how does a person, because I can just imagine that some of the reasons why people are not loving themselves um, could be like past traumas and stuff like that. So how do you find a healthy balance with, listen, I'm not a therapist. Well, I don't know if you are, but you know, how do you, but in most people in their coaching practice, because, you know, I have a good friend of mine who she in her coaching practice does not want to do therapy. It needs to be about, you know, the coaching. So mm -hmm. if you were to in, interact with someone who you thought maybe needed that, would you recommend to them that they sought counseling? Exactly. So I can kind of give them the resources to tell them what resources they can use. I can also give them like reflection, reflection questions. Like even in my self-love journey or journal, I have reflection questions that really touch on past traumas, but I can't do that work for you or help guide mm -hmm. you through that. It's more so me providing you with the resources and tools you need and then you having to go out and do that on your own. Okay. So it's the prompting questions and, mm -hmm. at, and like you said, reflection, um, looking really at yourself, taking a deep introspective look at what's going on. And, but if they have to seek outside in order to answer those questions, you're suggesting that they get, okay. That All is right. Guys, I, and I also want to clarify too, cause I know I've had a discovery call with someone that came to me hoping that I could give them the answers in terms of she was um, just recently left her job and was looking for a new job, but didn't know what she wanted to do. So she's mm -hmm. hoping I could give her the answers of what to do. I want to mm -hmm. say I am more met for someone that already has goals or dreams in mind. They just don't know how to get there. Um, so gotcha. unfortunately, I'm not equipped or um, my program is not met to help you figure out what you want to do or what your dream is. It's more so for someone that's already aware of that, but just doesn't know how to get again from A to B. Or needs gotcha. that so, support. so it's um so in your program there's like a lot of ideation it's okay you bring me this is what i want to do and you strategize well here's how we can get the mission accomplished exactly like what you said so ideally you already have that goal or dream in mind 
we're going to one break it down to why you even have this dream what are the real roots and that why behind it we're going to help you create a personal development plan so actually drafting out those goals those mindset milestones to help you achieve them again we're also going to talk about that self positive self-talk so that way you can have that positivity when you're working towards this goal um, and I already touched on the why. And then, of course, the accountability part. So what habits do you need to incorporate to make sure you actually are working towards this goal and, and they are able to achieve it? Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the self-talk again, because it's uh, man, we talked to ourselves so nasty. Like, we talk to ourselves so bad sometimes. And, you know, we speak life into other people and but we don't do it for ourselves. Like you, you mentioned earlier, we're our biggest critic. And um, when I first started this journey of entrepreneurship, I knew that I needed to get a mindset coach because there were some things that I had to shake off of me from working in government for so long and being trained a certain way. Really, I mean, really from childhood, we are trained to follow certain rules and walk certain lines and all mm -hmm. of that. And so I had to break some of those things because, as you mentioned, with entrepreneurship, it is crazy right like it just sounds everything that you want to do sounds crazy so how do I stop myself from thinking that I'm crazy that's one of the reasons why I got a mindset coach and she mentioned and it's always stuck with me is we have to tell ourselves a better story mm -hmm. so there's so many and it was hard it was a hard concept to adapt because it felt like lying you know mm -hmm. so if I saw someone just an example I went to the grocery store and there was a lady standing um, at the checkout area and I'm standing a little ways back from her and she gives me this like you know kind of stinky look mm -hmm. and I thought huh what's wrong with her you know like my my first thought is why is she looking at me this way and I thought no 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 tell myself a better story I said maybe she was looking at the fried chicken that I just bought and thought dang why not pick up some fried chicken you know maybe it had nothing maybe the look had nothing to do with me and so I got in this habit, but I felt like it was a lie telling myself, you know, that 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 was a that was the thing. But really and truly, what I had to realize is that the first thought was a lie as well. Mm -hmm. So that first thought of like, oh, why is she looking at me like I did something wrong? Maybe she wasn't. That is a lie too. And so um, I really try to stress to people and my clients, like, listen, start telling yourself a better story. Stop thinking so negatively, reframe it. If that is not how you want to internalize it, then that's not how you have to take it because you don't know, you have no evidence to prove that that is why that person was looking at you. So how is that any different from saying, well, maybe she was looking at me like this either way. I mean, you know, you don't know if it's the truth because you don't have any proof behind it. But why tell yourself something negative? Yeah, no, that's such a good point. Like you said, reframing your mindset or shifting that narrative. And I feel like that is key. There's so many parts of a positive self-talk or positive mindset even. And another one I always like to talk about, too, is being compassionate or giving yourself grace. Um, I feel like on the other end of that, a lot of times you make one little mistake anyone else, like you said, you'd tell them, oh, it's okay. Like, it's not the end of the world. But for us, we're like, oh my gosh, you're a total business owner. Like, no one's going to want to <laughs> buy from you. Like, we just immediately go so hard on ourselves. And so mm -hmm. I always tell people, give yourself grace in those moments. And what would you say to a friend? Well, maybe tell yourself that. Um, and I feel like that's really important too. And another thing I really, really touch on is having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. Um, mm -hmm. So knowing as an entrepreneur, of course, you're going to wear multiple hats. So there's no way for you to be good at everything. Um, so knowing that you can continuously improve on your skill set um, and you can always learn something new. 
Yeah. I love that. Having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. So the goal is to think of yourself as an expansive being that you are mm -hmm. constantly able to grow and evolve and you don't have to just be this one thing all the time. I love that. Yeah. I really, oh, I'm going to sit with that for a minute because I really do. I really, really do like that. Wow. So you mentioned, um, oh my goodness, I just lost my train of thought. But you mentioned about before, right before the growth mindset. Now she's going to have to edit this part out because I forget my question. It's okay. I can bring it up to you again and see if that jog in memory. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Thank you. About being compassionate and giving yourself grace. So not being hard and speaking to yourself like you would a friend or a loved one. Yes. Okay. That's what it was. Speaking to yourself like if you're a friend. That is, And I'll probably just leave it in there because my listeners know I'm a little crazy. But, <laughs> but I, I, I like that um, because it is very important to talk. And, and that's a good way to think about it. Like talk to yourself like you would your friend. If your friend is having a bad day, or if they're having a rough moment, you're not going to go and be like, girl, well, you could have did better. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just the reality. Like, you know that you know better. No. And we all have friends. I compartmentalize my friends. Like, everybody yeah. does different things in my life. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I know if I don't want anybody to talk rough to me, I know who I'm not calling. <laughs> so, um, but yes, but talk to yourself. Like, and maybe think about it that way. Like, okay, what do I need right now in this moment? I don't need to look down on myself. I don't need to bash myself about what just happened. Mm -hmm. I know what happened. I know it could have been better. So how do we move forward? You mm -hmm. know, like, how do I just think about what the next step is going to be? So yeah, that's a good way to think about it is that talk to yourself like you would your friend. Yeah. Simple enough, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. I think when you put it that way, a lot of people, like you said, it's almost an aha moment. It's like, I never thought about it in that way. But now that you brought that up, I can start implementing that. Um, and that also touches on another kind of important part I wanted to touch on today is thinking, shifting how you think about your failures. So instead of thinking about them as a failure, think about them as an opportunity for growth um, and lessons that you've learned. So you kind of just touched on it then as like, when something doesn't go as planned, take a moment to reflect on that and say, okay, what did I just learn from this moment and how can I implement that to future situations? Yeah. I always tell myself that I want to fail as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. Because the quicker that I get to that fail is a quick, because I know it's it's inevitable that I will succeed, right? So if I fail quick, then I'm like, okay, what can I take away from that experience? So I've recently been working on my money story um, because I want to make sure when I get to the millions that I keep it. So I'm working on my money story. What are my money beliefs? And one of the things that I committed to myself was that Anything that I invest financially or anything that I invest, period, will yield a result, whether that is in education, experience, or increased income. Mm -hmm. And so that is now my money belief. Anything that I invest will yield a return on investment, whether education, okay. experience, or income, um, yeah. or increased income. Because there's always something to learn. Like we invest money and coaches and classes and courses and all different types of things. And if it doesn't turn out exactly the way we thought, mm -hmm. it could be, you know, we needed to manage our expectations a little bit better. But even if it doesn't come out exactly as we thought it should, we're like, oh, it was a fail. But it was not a fail. So as you say, it's an opportunity to reframe that for growth. 
what did I learn from this? Because I walked away with something. And if I didn't, then what are we doing? Like Denzel Washington says, I'm from around the way. I'm leaving here with something. So you got to have that mentality. I'm leaving here with something. So what did I learn? Even if it was that I'm not doing this thing again, (laughs) like even if it was that, that's something. So I just, and I I want like, I want people to sit with that. I want them to really embrace that because you got to walk away with something, whether that's education, experience, or an increase in income. What I love is that you included education in there because I feel like people are so quick to spend money on trips, spend money even on their children. um, But then the last person they invest in is themselves. Um, And like you said, coaching is a good example. Even books are a good example of you never know sometimes the value of that until later down the road too. So even if right away you feel like you didn't learn something, maybe a year, five years down the road, you find yourself saying, oh, I remember when I learned this from this book or this coach. Um, So I feel like it's so important to remind people to continuously invest in themselves too. Yeah. I mean, because you're really your greatest asset. Mm -hmm. So if you're not constantly, like it doesn't stop at college, you know, we should, like you say, books. I have so many books, whether it's, you know, Atomic Habits or, I mean, just so many different books that you can invest in, so many different experiences to make yourself better. When we went to school, they taught us from a certain curriculum, Mm -hmm. but that didn't encapsulate everything that there is to learn. And so while, you know, going on trips are amazing, are you just going and you're like staying in the hotel or are you actually going and you're immersing in that culture and learning what those people do and how they live? Because it's so very different Mm -hmm. than how we live here in America. So if you're going to travel, like make it all encompassing. I want to learn all the things. Yeah. You know, I want to learn all the things. We went to Turkey recently and I actually got to ride and like a taxi and listen to the guy talk about Islam and how, you know, some people think that it's a violent religion, but he spoke from his heart. And I was just like, wow, it was so powerful. He said, no, we are a loving people. We are, you know, we are passionate people and we care so much. And there's no way that you can hate if you're in Islam, you know, Islamic. And it was such an experience for me because he was right. That is what you see on, on television. And I won't lie. I was a little ignorant when I went. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to stay close (laughs) because, you know, I don't want to, I don't know what I was afraid of really, but I was nervous and it's a new place too. So there's always that, but having just that interaction and I didn't ask him for that conversation, but it, you know, it was powerful nonetheless. It was impactful nonetheless. And so when we travel, don't just travel because I want to sit on a beach and, you know, put my toes in the sand. I want to learn something while I'm here. I want to experience something different while I'm here. So yeah, uh, those are my two cents on that. No, and I know like, yeah, you touched on something important. I couldn't kind of relate it back to entrepreneurship for us, but being open-minded is so important. It's like all of us are individuals that have our share or our experiences, whether it be childhood or adulthood. Um, we all have our own thoughts and beliefs. But just being open-minded to other people um, and knowing that you can always learn something from someone is so, so important. So I'm glad that you took the time and were receptive of what he was sharing with you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean, it just, wow. Like, such. A, I mean, just a taxi cab. Yeah. It was a taxi cab ride home or back to the hotel. And it was, it was powerful. I'm, I hadn't remembered that for a little, a little while. I'm glad that that even came out and... So people can know to 
when they're traveling, get a good experiences and all of that. Today, I told you earlier that I was volunteering at my kids' book fair. And this is definitely entrepreneurial related because I was like, this is a grave injustice. <laughs> so I'm operating the games at this book fair. And so the kids, there's like the spinny wheel and they have to pay like 25 cents to spin the wheel and they can either get a pencil, an eraser, or they get lunch in the media center. And I thought, yeah. oh, that's cool, you know? And the kids really wanted to do lunch in the media center. Mm-hmm. Great. So they're spinning the wheel and they're trying to get it. And they were like one off. And the kid goes, can I play again? And I said, sure. So he gives me, you know, gives me a quarter. I put it in the bag and he goes, boop. Cause it was just one, <laughs> it was just one away. <laughs> and he was like, is that okay? And I was like, I just thought it was so ingenious for him yeah. because like, and this is why it's all about, you know, entrepreneur, because as an entrepreneur, I'm like, oh, well, he just adjusted his strategy. We mm. talked earlier about pivoting. That's yeah. all he did. He adjusted his strategy. He was like, I am spinning this thing and mm. I am working and I'm not hitting the mark. But here I am. I'm so close. So instead of going in all hard, I'm just going to tweak my strategy and I'm going to mm. get the desired results. And I'm looking at these kids. They're like negotiating like, OK, well, if because with the with the little lunch thing, you can also invite mm-hmm. a friend. And mm-hmm. so they're saying, oh, well, if I pay a dollar, I have four chances. And if I get one, then I'll take you to lunch. And I just like how they were working together yeah, and how they were putting their money together <laughs> in order to achieve. That's investing right there. Uh, yeah. You know it's, what I mean? Really <laughs> kids. That's awesome. Like, I thought it was so good. And here, so here's the injustice. The librarian, she comes over and she was like, you have to make them like spin it full out. And I thought, but that's impossible. Yeah. And here's why it's impossible. Because, and this is just observation. This is not a girls are weaker than men or men are stronger. This is not that. This was an observation. The young ladies who came, they'd like, oh, you know, like spin it. And it was very gentle. They were very gentle with it. But, you know, boys can be a little rough. So they come and they, you know, do it really hard. <laughs> so clearly their their output was different Mm -hmm. and so how do i tell well you got to do it like him nobody's output is going to be the same even if they have the same goal right Mm -hmm. you just have to go your own pace and that was kind of what i was paying attention to and kind of learning is they're strategizing they're going their own pace they're doing what they can and they're all somehow making (laughs) making it to the mark so they can have this free lunch thing she comes over she says, no, 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 no. This is, no, it can't be. And she eliminated one of them. There were two options, two chances on there to win. She eliminated one. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, why even put it on there if you don't want them to win it? Why? And I said, but isn't that how, like, I honestly, in that moment, I felt like, ma'am, you are what's wrong with society. Because mm-hmm. here it is that these kill- children are coming together. They're going to make, they're going to be somebody. Mm-hmm. Those kids are going to be somebody. <laughs> they are learning the right things from the beginning. And you see that they are getting ahead. And so you reduce their chances by 50%. Yeah. You are what's wrong with this. <laughs> like yeah. that's, but I mean, it was, a, it was so good to see like a real world um, example of like these young children and how, mm-hmm. if we don't shift them, if we don't change their thought processes and they might be okay, you know, this is why we need 
people like you later on who have to adjust mindsets and help people tell themselves a better story because they are being told at such a young age that if you are getting ahead, I have to reduce that by 50%. Like I just, no, I don't like the way you adjusted your strategy. So, I mean, on one hand, thank God for people like you who are helping with the mindsets for those of us who have already been damaged. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that to me was like a big lesson in entrepreneurship because I could see those kids like, when they get older, they're going to definitely be investing at high levels and all of that. And mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it was great. That was a wonderful story. I'm like thinking of so many lessons just wrapped up <laughs> in that one story. I'm like, that's the thing too. As you go about life, if you take a moment to just slow down and be aware of what's going on around you, you can learn so much, even just in the everyday moments. Because um, one with how those kids were, you were saying they would collaborate with one another. I'm thinking, entrepreneurship that can apply so well too because it's such a or not every entrepreneur is a solo entrepreneur but a lot of us Mm -hmm. are so if we partner up together we can achieve and learn so much from one another um and then you were also talking about how they had to kind of run their own race at least the way i like to say it um Mm -hmm. and i think that's so important too because we all are in our own lane um we may like you said have similar goals or end goals in mind Um, But we just have to stay our path and we are all going to get to the finish line because I think sometimes people think, oh, she's succeeding. Then that means I can't succeed. And I personally do not like that mindset at all because there's enough resources and just success out there in the world for everyone. So just because someone else is succeeding doesn't mean you won't. Um, So I think you just need to focus on your own path and your own Mm -hmm. lane and everything will work itself out. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely it's a lack mentality when. People are thinking, oh, well, if that person's succeeding, then I won't succeed. It's like my daughters used to say when they were when they were very little, I'd say, oh, my gosh, Phoenix, you're so pretty. And my oldest daughter, Isis, would say, I'm not pretty. I didn't say that. I didn't say anything to you. Right. And I used to be like, I'm a no nonsense kind of person. So I wouldn't be like, oh, no, honey, you're beautiful. I didn't say that. I said your sister was pretty. That takes nothing away from you. You are pretty too. How did you know I wasn't going to say you're pretty next? Yeah. Oh, because you didn't know. You didn't wait long enough. You just assumed. And so I didn't want them growing up thinking that if somebody else has something, then that means it's less for me. Mm-hmm. That is a lack mentality. It is not true at all. There's enough to go around. There's so much money to be made. There are so many people in this world, like even with in the coaching space. You'll think, oh, well, it's oversaturated. There's so many coaches. Everybody can't be a coach. I can't be everybody's coach. Mm-hmm. But there are people out there who are just for me. They're going to like, oh, I like her. I like her no-nonsense way of telling me things. I like that she can tell me about myself without me making making me feel like I'm worthless. You know what I mean? I, they might like that. And then they're going to be people who are like, no, no, I want someone who's going to coddle me or like hold my hand and all of that. And so they might want that. Not saying that like I'm tough love all the time because I do, I am very compassionate about my clients, but they might want someone who has a more gentle way that they speak and all of that. So there's somebody for everyone. Mm-hmm. And so you'll never tell like an accountant, like, oh, why would you go to school to be an accountant? There's too many accountants out there. You'll never tell them that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, or a lawyer, people are not not going to law school because there's so many lawyers out there. That's crazy. So why tell coaches, you know, oh, well, everybody's coaching. Everybody and their mama's coaching. 
I don't know. I just think it's crazy. <laughs> so there's someone you're for everybody. Right. You're so right. And again, that goes just back to you. That's why you have to remember your uniqueness and your why, because that's what is going to help you, like you said, find the right clients and find the right people to bring to you that are a good fit for you. Yeah. And I, again, like that whole new Bay experience that I, I want everybody to feel like that. I want everybody to be like, oh my gosh, I love myself. I love all the aspects of me, my, my true authentic self. Because when you're showing up that way, you're attracting people to you because now, like it used to be people wanted that lifestyle, um, like, well, where are you traveling to? Where are you, you know, doing, they wanted all that lifestyle marketing, but now they just want to know, like, who am I buying for, from? Mm -hmm. Who am I investing with? Like, is this person really going to be able to help me? So if you're looking to have a successful business, the number one thing you need to do is be authentic about who you are and how you're showing up so that people know who they're dealing with. That's what they're buying into. You can have people who don't even need what you're selling, but they're like, I just like her. Yeah. I like her, you know, and they might get in your program and realize, oh, wow, I did really need this. You know, I did really need this, but they're buying into you because what do they say? They have to know, like, and trust you. So if you're not showing up as your authentic self, people can tell whether you realize it or not. Like people know. Mm-hmm. They know. They're like, mm, some. I'm feel phony over there. People know. Yeah. <laughs> so this has been a very good conversation. I didn't know if you had any more points because I listen, these conversations just flow. So I didn't know yeah. if you had any more points that you wanted to make sure that the people here, let's talk about it. Yeah, I think I already touched on every, all the advice I really wanted to share with the audience. Again, just quickly recap um, is you don't have to have 100% figured out. So just start. And once you begin, God will be there to reveal your next step um, and not being afraid to pivot your business as well as you are constantly evolving. Um, so if something is no longer serving you or your customers, then be OK with trying something new. Um, always be there to remember your why. Oftentimes as an entrepreneur, we are being filled with a million different directions, um, receiving advice, whether it be solicited and sometimes even unsolicited um, mm-hmm. from others attain so much information from books, articles, etc. So when you have to remember your why, so that way what you're trying to um, achieve so you can stay the course um, and you aren't surrounded by all the noise around you. And then lastly, embrace failure as opportunities for growth and teachable moments. If there's one thing I can promise you is that you're going to have moments during the journey that are not going to uh, go according to plan. So based on your mindset, you can either view those as failure or you can see them as a chance for growth and take the lessons you learn to apply to future situations. Yes, absolutely. Very, very good. All very valuable lessons. I hope you people are listening. (laughs) I hope my ladies are listening. Um, Very valuable information. I thank you so much for being with us today. Make sure you guys go and check out Lauren Martin. Like she said, she's very active on LinkedIn. You actually just put out a newsletter today. So if you guys go and connect with her, then you can um, look at her newsletter. And how often does that newsletter come out? Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. is when it's posted. Okay. So every Tuesday at 10 a.m., you guys can check that out. I will also leave her contact information in the show notes below um, or in the description box if you're watching us on YouTube. That way you can have access to her and all of her information. Book a call with her. See how she can help you in your journey towards self-development and self-love because it is so important. You cannot help other people. You cannot truly love other people unless you love yourself. So again, Lauren, thank you so much for being here with me today. And I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.